Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Uh, everybody, this is your captain speaking. Your 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 real flicks captain. We're we're starting the show off with a funny <laughs> meme that really sucks. And it's not so much a meme as it is a <laughs> Here we are. I, I get what you're uh, saying. It was more of a goof than a meme. Oh, Sorry. classic goof. Sorry, it what was a... more of a goof. No, get no, because... I like that. Keep that. Get it because we're talking about Sully. About yeah, a, that was the joke. Guys. A plain man captain guy. A plain man captain guy. Yeah, a plain man captain guy. That's what they're called, right? That, that on that's it. If you look really closely at their little like lapels and like their pins, that's what it says. Plain yeah, man captain. It goes guy. all around their collar, actually. Yeah, really. Is it is it just required that you have a mustache to be a pilot or is it just me? Okay. All right. I can I can dig that's, that. That's Sailors. required for that's required for piloting and porn. So <laughs> And uh, and after porn, then you become a local DA and then it becomes a oh, whole thing. That's a little uh <laughs> That's a little local humor for all of our local fans. Yeah, for some background information, the town that Cody and I live in, uh, it was revealed a few years ago that he, before he was in the criminal justice system, he acted in adult films under the name <laughs> Gus Johnson. <laughs> and uh, of course, it made it made like the it made the late night talk shows, all that good stuff. So go Corland, but you know, made it. That's what we're known for. We're known for a porno, a DA, and a riot, basically. That was it. I, when I was working on the on Cortico Riot Day, I got calls from like ABC and NBC News. It was lit. Was it awesome? We were like, "Hey, do you have any jobs?" Don't I was like, sh- "I was just like, sure, take our photo. I don't care." And I was told later, it's like, "No, you have to like call somebody." It's like, it's just a picture. Just a picture. It says a thousand words. What are you trying to? Are you trying to limit free speech? Fuck you. you got fired. Yeah, you, you, you got fired. No, I quit. <laughs> I quit several oh, oh. years late. But that's okay. Stuff happens. Uh, all right. Hey guys, how you doing today? Pretty good. We're doing well, Josh. How are you? Doing good. Uh, so th- I'm. I would just start off by asking you. So how many times has everybody seen Captain America: Civil War on home media? Twice. None. None. Good I job, buddy. I'm proud of I you. I opted to buy Bioshock today instead. Not a bad choice. Not a bad choice. This game's least... any. This game's any good. They're amazing. Yeah. Speaking of video games. Uh, the remastered versions of Batman Arkham City and Arkham Asylum are coming out in October. Woo! Didn't, I thought that got delayed to like next year. It was delayed to then. It was delayed oh. to October, Josh. <laughs> oh, well. It was supposed obviously to come out in July. I'm very up to date on video game news. I'm only up to date on sports games, uh, Pokemon, and uh, Batman anything. This is the Batman. Yeah. The only sports games I want is the new FIFA because it looks different. You can kill yourself. That's so terrible. Cool. No, I'm just kidding. But no, so- soccer games are boring. If, as if, no, but it's like, this as one if doesn't watching like the sport isn't boring enough, you want to play a video game where you score one goal? Are you serious? No, it's like, no, but like this is an actual, like, it's a story. It's like a campaign. It's not just like play games. There's no. like a character in it. Every other sports game is doing that. Like, well, has done it, that. It's, well, so. this one looks cool, and I don't know. Do you like soccer? No. <laughs> so what... So what's your game? what's your end game, here, bro? It's like a sports game, but like you're the dude, and it's like your journey. Who? I don't know. I don't know. I don't. That, was lit- uh, that goes as far back as Madden 2007 on the GameCube. No, so. but you can't. You, there's not like a story. Like you, yeah, there is Madden what? on the GameCube. There is. You make is your that? own story. Yeah, basically, we all well, do. This, this don't we looks... all make our own story? No, but there's like 
like you deal with like home life and stuff. So how? Oh, so you get charged with domestic violence? Yeah, it's like okay. that episode. <laughs> Guys, there's an episode of South Park on last night. It was the Sex Edition episode. I don't know if you've ever seen. Oh, it. Sexual Healing, of course. But there's a uh, a scene where. Who is it? It's Cartman and Stan are playing a golf video game, <laughs> and you play as um, Elon Tiger Woods running away from his wife, and it's hilarious. That's amazing. <coughs> I remember where I was when I heard that Tiger got the crap beat out of him by his wife with the golf club. I don't. How old yeah, were we? It was like 2009. It was right in the middle of the recession, so like things were already pretty down. Then we lost Tiger. Then we all lost our hero. In 2009, we lost Tiger, and in 2016, we lost a uh, gorilla. So, not one good times. Is, one of those is a lot worse than. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah, it dicks out all the time. Uh, but other than the Cincinnati Zoo, uh, what's going on in the world this week that you guys are interested in? Anything? No, not much. Not much. Let's here. Let's take a look at this. Um. Well, the NFL season has started. Uh, oh, that's true. Yeah, any yeah, yeah. any hot sports opinions from you guys? Football sucks. I, I watch Baltimore. That's it. I'm so bored. I'm already bored. I haven't even watched a game when I'm bored. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really feeling <laughs> the NFL this year either. But I'll probably really? I'll probably get into it like week five or week six because like with most sports, it's really not that interesting until the end. So like, oh, I'll start watching religiously at like week twelve or something like that. But if you want a hot sports opinion, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna put this out there. And I'm going to stick by it every week, no matter how well or poorly they do. This year's Super Bowl champions will be... Uh, let me just double-check to make sure I got the name right. Uh, <laughs> no, just kidding. The New England Patriots. They're winning it all. Okay. Know, pretty wild that's, prediction, I know. But That's, a, that's, a, that's quite the uh, yeah. you know, out-there pick. <laughs> you know what? I like to, make, I like to take risks. I like to come to that decision. I deflated a football, and I just thought about it, and I was like, you know what? I think I like this. <laughs> Be a funny gaff for everybody on the podcast. Thank me, bro. You're funny. I'm very funny. I'm not. Uh, so let's let's get into the show. So today we're going to be talking Sully, and we're going to be going over some interesting stuff uh, towards the end. I've got a, a very out there uh, watching, reading, listening to that I'm, I'm curious to see how you guys react to. But it's before the Bible, all, I bet, right? Just the New Testament. The Old Testament the is New trash. Testament. Like I said, I hate origin stories. So, <laughs> Hot take. Old Hot Testament take. trash. New Testament God better than Old Testament you know, God. I, you know, here's the thing. Because I was I was in a, raised in a religious household, and I was I was always been interested in the Bible. So let's do some Bible talk here. All right. I Bible, am so, welcome to our new podcast. If you, just look, <laughs> if you just look at the Bible from like a – just assuming that every it's just a story and it's a book with a story, a main plot. The ending is terrible. The ending is basically like, and then I guess the world's gonna end. Steal, smell you later. Yeah, it's re- it's just a really lazy ending. I, I really wanted more from it. Fuck you, John. Yeah, seriously. Couldn't have written it more interesting. There's no closure. What the hell is a Deuteronomy anyway? <laughs> that, that makes absolutely no sense. At least like Song of Solomon, you know, all that kind of stuff. James, Book of Paul or whatever. That's fine. But Deuteronomy? Are you kidding me? That's stupid. <laughs> Josh, what's your opinion on the Bible? I've never read it. so You haven't, you haven't read the Bible cover to cover? What the hell's the matter no. with you? I'm gonna look I, just up. Wanna go, I'm, I just want to go up to people. Hey, what do you think about the Bible? <laughs> just, just, hey. Hey, man. Hey, you there. Big guy. Did you read the Bible? <laughs> that Bible, what do you think? What do you think <laughs> What'd bro? that Bible do, though? 
It's it. The only definition for Deuteronomy is it's the fifth book of the Old Testament. That's it. Like, where's this word come guy? from? No. Somebody's like fifth book of the Pentateuch. Pentateuch? I don't know. This is confusing me. All I know is that Harry Potter is way more fun to read. <laughs> so getting off of that uh, tangent, don't know where that came from, but, you know, it, it did. We're going to play a game, and it's a trivia game, and I'm really excited about it because I was able to give you guys some interesting and hashtag brain teasing questions. So who would like to go first? I'll do it. Cody would like to go first. Okay. And once again, I remind you that the first two questions are worth a half a point each. But the third question, depending on if you have, um, if you've answered some correctly, the third question is double or nothing. So if you answer both questions correctly, you can win up to two points. If you answer one question correctly, you can win up to a point. If you if you answer no questions correctly, you can gain a point. But if you miss it, you'll lose a point. Oh no! So it's very so the key is you gotta you gotta get the questions right. It's very simple. So Cody, you're up first. Your category of questions is in the sci-fi genre. Genre. Oh boy. I'm going to start you off with something easy. From the film Alien. All right. What company is sponsoring the mission? Swayland Utani. Correct. You have half a point. What was that that pause? I'm just it, Are you trying, what, do you, this is not do you no, want to be a millionaire? No, it was a, it was a dramatic pause. <laughs> it was a dramatic pause. It was dramatic. It's dramatic. Just like the film. Just All right, the... Cody, your second question. In the in the sci-fi classic Interstellar, <laughs> what was the name? What did you just say, Josh? No. Take no, a point out. Either. Take a point away. He's cheating. You know what? I was going to just return your credit card to you. <laughs> but now I'm going to buy myself uh, a nice a, little a, life-size a... stand of... No, I'm gonna buy myself an industrial-sized jar of peanut butter. Ooh. Peanut butter it takes a long time for peanut butter to go bad. That's true. Not as long as it takes me to. Oh, in, got him! In Interstellar, what was the name of the man that Doctor Brand, played by Anne Hathaway, loved? And it, with this, I will I will accept either the first or last name of this scientist. So among among the people that were sent to these various planets, which is the name of the man? On the on one of the planets that Anne Hathaway was in love with. I think it was uh, Wolf. Is that your final answer? Yeah. You are correct. His name is Wolf Edmonds, which is the greatest name. Wolf with an E, by the way. Sure. His Last I name. mean, Matt Damon was named Doctor Man, Doctor Hugh Man in that movie. Well, his name wasn't Hugh. It should have been. But that was like that. That's <laughs> honestly the thing I like least about Interstellar. It was like really, really, you're gonna name him Doctor Man. Aging Dr. Man, Dr. Hugh Man. <laughs> I got a spam email from Hugh, from a guy named Hugh Janus, and I didn't realize it until somebody <laughs> said it out loud. I was like, oh, that's funny. I get it now. <sighs> that, was a nice, that was a funny prank. That's a very good prank. All right, Cody, so double or nothing, are you going to go for it? Oh, what the hell? Let's do it. Oh, boy. So I'm going to give you the question. In 2001, A Space Odyssey, in terms of minutes... How far into the film is the first word of dialogue said? Now, with this, if you get it within a minute and a half, you will get the you'll get the point. I'm not gonna make you get the exact. If it's like eighty, if it's like thirty six minutes, you don't have to get it thirty six minutes. You got a window either way. Okay, let me think. 
And we're not counting uh, grunts and stuff, right? No. Human words. Dialogue. Human words. No monkey that... sounds? No monkey sounds. That's a different podcast. Can I have, like... Can you widen that berth a little bit? A minute and a half? Yeah, can you make it, like, within five minutes? I'll give you two minutes. Fuck. <laughs> it's okay. a four-minute oh. window. So. I know, but still, Christ. Just think about how many things happened before the first, like, scene. I, I know, I have a number in my head, but... Gosh, I wasn't aware this was a team competition. I'm, oh, I'm helping. <laughs> that's, I know, I get it. No, that's fine. I'm gonna say... 23 minutes. Cody Redfield. The correct answer is... 25 minutes. Damn. Oh, boy. You got the point. Good job, Cody. Oh, See, all that complaining, look where it got you. It all usually works for me. Cody, you are now up to six points. You are tied for first with me. Oh, wow. Here's so. hoping you fail. Sorry, bud. You're not but. the only person to wish that. <laughs> <laughs> I have a really complicated relationship with my father. What can I say? <laughs> No, no, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. Dan, he, he calls me Junior, even though we do not share the same first name. It's maddening. Absolutely maddening. But anyways, I'll get it off the couch. Josh Needle, you're up next. Okay. Since you just had yourself a little somewhat movie-ish marathon, I'm going to ask you about the Harry Potter franchise. That's not even fair. So, Josh, your first question what? Which one of these classes is not a real Hogwarts class? Runes, wand making, divination, and astrology. Can you repeat those again? Oh, let me see. Runes, wand making, divination, and astrology. Which one is not? Which is a class? not a class at Hogwarts? Um, to the extent of which J.K. has revealed. Which one did you say after runes? Runes, wand making, divination, and astrology. It's wand making. Is that your final answer? That is my final answer. You're correct. Yes. Half a point. I thought I was going to trip you up on that one because that sounds like, of course, they would have a wand making class. Who makes the I, wands? You know. I, I thought you were going to. I thought it was a trick question. It was ancient runes, not just runes. But ooh. oh well, well then, good for you. You think you're better than me? <laughs> Get wrecked, trivia <laughs> master. I thought you were supposed to be good at this. Well, they don't. They refer to it mostly in the books as runes, not ancient runes. Like it's not, you know, whatever. Fuck you. Anyway, <laughs> this, this is the last episode of the podcast. You ruined it. You killed the podcast. So if you're happy, you did ruin it. Okay. All right, Josh. Your second question is: Name all of the Hogwarts founders. Name. Give me their full names. Oh my god. Can I? Okay. Full names: Rowena Ravenclaw. Helga Hufflepuff, Godric Gryffindor, Salazar Slytherin. You are correct. Yes. You got it. Good job. I, I thought I was going to trip you up on Hufflepuff. You guys are doing well. You're doing really well. All right, Josh. So would you like to go double or nothing? How many points am I at total? As of right now? Yeah. Uh, let's see. So let me just hold on. I gotta add one to this total, so that's gonna take some time. Anyways, uh, you are you would be at six and a half points. You are at six and a half points now, and you could go up to seven and a half if you get this right. Wow. Or I could keep it and just 
beat both of you and not go for double. Let's see. Um, I mean, but it's not like you win today. Yeah, this isn't the I, end of the. This isn't I know. the end of the. <laughs> it would give me a lead, and that would just that would just make. Well, me, let me let me uh, check your math on that one. Uh, okay, yeah, it would. yes, be. it would. Yep. Give him a half a point lead. Barely. All right, I'll go for it. You're gonna go for it. Okay, name me each one of Voldemort's Horcruxes. Oh, that's easy. Is it? Um, it is. is it? Uh, you have the uh the Tom Riddle's diary. Then you have the uh the ring. Then you have the locket. Then you have the cup. Then you have the diadem. Then you have uh, the snake, uh, Nagini. And then you have Harry. Hmm. You're technically right. Oh. But. Technicalities will kill you, fam. You're technically right. But there is one temporary horcrux that you're missing. Which one? I can't Tell say. <laughs> since it's a temp, since it's a temporary Horcrux, I'm going to count this in because it because it is a double or nothing question, and it should be a little bit trickier. So, what is the temporary Horcrux in which you are missing? There was there was no temporary. There were seven Horcruxes. He was Harry one, was the Harry was the seventh one that he never intended to make. There was one temporary Horcrux. Horcrux though. Horcrux. This is and this is according to Pottermore, the website. So this is not just me, me being a dick. Can you tell me which no. one it was? Damn it. Correct. <laughs> I can't. As soon as I say something, you're going to get it. So I've got to. This is going to take some extra thought. That's why it's a double or nothing question. It's tough. It's tough. Like stupid. Co- These are mean questions. <laughs> no, it's it's double or nothing. You got to. It's got to be trickier. It's got to. I'm going to give you a 10 count minutes. momentarily, Josh. So keep keep uh keep thinking. You have as long as it takes for the first line of dialogue to show up in <laughs> 2001. In second form. In second. Trying to think through all the movies. Okay. I'll let wait, you know. wait, wait, wait. Okay. It's, oh. it's either one of two things, and it's in the first movie slash book. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, is it the back five. Of, is it the back of Quirrell's head? Uh, yes, I'll give you that one. Yes. Technically, Quirinius Quir- Quirrell. So, good job. You earned that point. And that's yes. what that's what the trivia should be. You got to earn your point. So, Josh. Yes. Yes, I want to delete my note. Uh, Josh, you now have six and a half points. Seven. Just kidding. I thought nobody would notice. <laughs> Interesting. I hope that your uh, double or nothing question for Mason is pretty difficult, Josh. Should be. That's what double nothing is. All right, Josh, go for it. Okay. I don't have a theme. Okay. I'm just gonna go for this. All right. Uh, this theme is general. All right, general movie. General okay. movie trivia. First, I got it. Your first question. Okay. Is from the movie Beetlejuice. Jesus. Sounds a uh, Beetlejuice Great film. They say juice. All right. Okay. All right. Beetle- social justice Beetle- warrior. We're not. We're not appropriating any cultures except Beetle- for the, Beetle- that of the dead. Beetlejuice. You ready? Yes. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. What color was the car that Adam and Barbara had? Oh God! Color was their car. White, oh, shit. blue, red, or yellow? 
White, blue, red, or yellow. My first thought was black. So that's, you know, there's some there's some process of elimination there. So white, blue, red, or yellow. Yellow makes me think of a taxi, so I'm not going to go with that. White gets dirty, but also might signify the afterlife. So I'm going to I'm going to knock blue and yellow out. So it's what are the what are they again? White, blue, red, and yellow. Ah, shit. Okay. Ah, shit. I don't know. I can't think of any blue cars, so blue and yellow I'm going to throw out. I'm going to go white. Is that your final answer? Is it? Let's see. Read them again. <laughs> white, blue, red, and yellow. <laughs> I'm going to say red. Final answer. Uh, you are incorrect. Ow! Oh, no. <laughs> what was it? Yellow. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> the first one you killed, too. Oh, wow-wee. These are randomized, so I didn't know it was going to be that hard. Wow, that is extremely... Hold on, I'm, I'm Googling the car. Beetle juice. Because I need to see this car. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now I remember. Of course. Yeah, it was a yellow car. <laughs> Man, the 70s were really fucking blue. <laughs> It's a, it's a, the cars, the 80s. The cars from the seventies, though. I, okay. I recognize it. Okay. Didn't that movie come out in like nineteen ninety? You came out in nineteen ninety. It came out nineteen ninety four, but you were close. <laughs> Yikes! Okay. Josh, my next question. Let's hear Your it. Your next question is from oh, the hit comedy Wedding Crashers. Haven't seen it. Oh, okay. No. Your next question. Thanks. <laughs> that's. I feel like that should be a stipulation with these. If you haven't seen the movie, that's completely yeah. fair. Question: Have you seen My Cousin Vinny? No. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> Killing me. Okay. Just think of something. You're a smart guy. Okay. Your next question is from the Alien franchise. Okay. Oh, I can do that. Coming out of Alien Resurrection. <laughs> Everybody's favorite. Jesus. That's way too Okay, that's too easy. Jesus Christ. No way. What is the technical name of the alien in Alien? The Xenomorph. Ooh! Okay. <laughs> that's, okay. Is that my question? Half a point. Got it. No, okay. What distinguished mark did the okay. prisoners have on their neck slash head in Alien 3? Numbers, hair, scars, or a barcode? Barcode. Final answer. You are correct. I know. I know. It's almost because it's I know that one shot of from Alien whatever where like the aliens in Sigourney Weaver's bald face and you can like see the thing. And it's just obvious. But hair? Are you kidding me? They had no hair. Fuck. That, was, that was the meme for uh, Sigourney Weaver in that movie. I know, but... Okay, never mind. <laughs> Sorry. All right, so double or nothing. Interesting. Okay, so your double nothing will give you a total of one. Okay. I'm going to look at the standing. So, hmm. This would put me at seven points, just a half a point behind George Nordle. So I'm going to go for it. Yeah, give me give me double or nothing. Okay. Let me just get a question up here. Let's fucking do it, man. Let's do it. Okay. <clears throat> How long was Ripley in space between the first and second Alien films? 55, 56, 57, or 58 years? I shouldn't have given him the choices. I was about to say like six. <sighs> okay, what were they again? 55 through 58 years. Shit, I'm not a good counter. <laughs> <laughs> so 55, 56, 57, 58. Uh, sh- 
I'm really not being pulled either way because they're so <laughs> stuck together. You dick. Anyways, you dick. I'm not. I'm gonna just eliminate fifty-five and fifty-eight, and I'm gonna say. But actually, since I eliminated the right option last time, I should probably consider those first two A and A and D. <laughs> so fifty. I'm gonna go. Shit, man. Fifty-five. I'm trying to think of the psychology of whoever wrote this question. I'm trying to put myself <laughs> into their shoes, into their mindset of why would you ask it like this? So, huh? Fifty-five, fifty-six, or seventy-eight. You're gonna force me to make a choice, please. Just give me a ten count. Ten. Nine. Eight. Seven. Fifty-five. Six. six. Five, man, four, three. Okay, my first, answer? yeah, my first thought. I'm gonna stick with my gut. I'm gonna say fifty-seven years. Is that your final answer? Yes. Congratulations, you are correct. Atta boy. <laughs> Always trust your gut, kids. Always trust your gut. All right. Wow, that was that was literally see shot in the dark. I'm I'm serious. I have only, the only good things I've had in my life is because I trusted my gut, and it's have faith, have, children have faith. It really is. It's like being this spot. Get up this early, you know. It's great. Uh, cool. So game night staying. Let's let's update them from bottom to top. Cody, you have six points, which is it's good. You're it's within close, striking distance. I know. It's very close. I, I have like seven points. Over. I've got seven points. George Nodal has seven and a half points. So. It's anybody's game. It's anybody's game. Because like if you get a good if you get a good day of trivia, then you know you never know what's gonna happen. You could do pretty well. Anyways. Uh alright, well, let's say we move on and talk about the movie of the week, the movie of the day, the movie of the evening. Let's talk about some sully, you guys. Let's let's talk about the sully. Well, I guess I'll start off with I was disappointed this wasn't about Sully from Monsters Inc. So Yeah, I thought it was a solo film. Yeah. So, I didn't watch any trailers or anything. Him to go back to his, like, weird blue-green bear colony or something like that. It'd be, like, the Christmas special. It'd be so. Finding Dory. <laughs> Finding Sully. Fucking Sully. <laughs> How great is John Goodman in that role, though? Anyways, we're talking about Clint Eastwood's latest feature. Uh, Clint Eastwood, who actually... Did, I'm not sure if you guys know this. This is a little piece of trivia for you. He <coughs> got, Clint Eastwood died six years ago. And oh. um, it, what's, what's moving around now is just sort of... It's just a corpse, really. It's his ghost, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm, or I'm assuming he just he sucks the life out of the younger women that he dates. But I don't know. Oh, I get that. Okay. I don't know. Clint that makes sense. Would, a spry 86 years old. Oh, my God. Let's let's take a minute, since this is a figure that we really haven't touched upon on the show before. Let's talk about some Clint Eastwood. So what do you guys, what do you know about Clint Eastwood? What do you like about him? What do you dislike about him? Just give me a summation of Clint Eastwood as a person and as a filmmaker. Cody? Gran Torino. There you go. That's it. I'm not big on Clint Eastwood. Mm-hmm. He's great in Gran Torino. I have never seen his westerns or anything like that because I don't like westerns. And it's okay. It's good. I didn't finish American Sniper, but that's not his fault. That was my fault. He's all right. That's that's all I got to say about that. Okay. Uh, as for myself, uh, I, when I first started getting into movies, I just, I heard time, 
excuse me, time and time again how great The Good, Bad, and The Ugly was. So I, I gave that a watch. I, I really enjoy it. I think that's a really, really good movie. Uh, I've been meaning to go back to it, mostly on Blu-ray. I've been trying to track that one down. But um, So I've, always, I've liked that movie. I've seen, um, let's see, I've seen un- other things like Unforgiven, great movie that he's in. I really like that Western. I'm a very low-key Western fan. <laughs> Not that big of it, of it though. Um but mostly, I guess in recent years, I mostly know of Clint Eastwood. And when I think of Clint Eastwood, I think of, like, the Halftime in America commercial and the parodies that came from that, like with Bill Hader on SNL, where he had, like, the really high pants that just crept <laughs> Keep higher going up, up, and up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought of that. I thought of him talking to the chair at the RNC. I think of him just in general as the personality of Clint Eastwood, not so much the – it's weird to say, but I guess the artist Clint Eastwood, since he technically is that. But – um, I'm interested in them though. I really, I think he's he's made some good movies. That's I think that's fair to say. I'm not sure if I'm really ever gonna see something like Bronco Billy or Honky Tonk Man, but you know, it's it's something that I'm definitely interested in getting into. And I would say my favorite movie of his is is Mystic River. I think that's a really 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 excellent movie. Great performances in there. It's like if you like stuff like The Departed. Or just anything, or Gone Baby Gone, or just anything, any Boston set crime thriller or crime drama, Mystic River is a must see. It's really, it's excellent, and it's and it's a, it's one of those occasions where you can get to see Tim Robbins act because he doesn't really do that too often. But that's an excellent movie. But overall, I think I think he's okay. I think he's overstayed his welcome a little oh, bit. I'll get into it with this movie, but I just, I don't know. I think um, at a point in your career, and this goes for somebody like Charlie Watts, he's the drummer for the Rolling Stones, and where if you don't keep doing something, you know, your you ca- your body catches up with yourself. You know, like, you guys remember Joe Paterno from a few years ago? No. Yeah, he was the Penn State football coach who let sexual... Kids get molested under his watch. Didn't do anything sexual about kids? it. He let sexual kids. Yeah, sorry, I just I, I skipped from one sense. I got you, bud. He let yes. kids get sexually abused Very under cool. his watch and didn't do anything. But basically, uh, he was fired from his job in shoot in I think it was early or very late 2011, and then he basically died just because a couple of months later. So it's like. If you, at least with filmmakers and people like that, if you don't stay active, life catches up with you. And I think Clint Eastwood realizes that, which is why he keeps working. It's it's a little grim, a little sad to say, but it just it makes it makes sense. But um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm not so sure about him anymore. I really don't. And I, we'll get into the movie in just a bit. But Josh, what do you think? What are your thoughts about Clint Eastwood? Um, well, I mainly know him from Back in the Future Three. He was in that. Uh, yeah. What? What really? No. Oh, okay. No, that's it's it's a. It, it, if have you guys seen Back to Future Three? It's been a long time. I don't um, think I ever have. Oh my god, it's been so long. Never mind. I won't. Well, never mind. <laughs> that joke just flew out the window. Okay, um, you're gonna have to explain it at some point. <laughs> okay, so just nah, it's fine. Um, <laughs> um, I'm pretty new to Clint Eastwood. I've only seen well, I guess now I've only seen two of his movies. Um, but from what I've seen, I think he's a he's a talented director. I haven't seen I don't think I've ever seen anything he's starred in. Um, so I'm I'm really fresh on Clint Eastwood, but I loved American Sniper. I don't care what some of the more political, you know, charged people say about it. You're talking um, about us. 
No, I, dark, no. I, we dark. talked about this last week. I saw the first five minutes. I saw the five minutes preceding and after the the big American sniper shooting scene. That's it. So I just don't the tra- really the trailer shot. Yeah, basically. I that trailer was amazing. Oh, it's a great trailer. That one, like where it's just like cuts to him, like with yeah. the sniper. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Did you get? I'm sorry to go off topic. Did you guys see a few months ago where people got upset at Bradley Cooper? Oh, because he didn't go to the he didn't go to the RNC. Yeah, he went to the DNC, the D- Democratic National Convention. And like, how could you do that? You played Chris Kyle. <laughs> so, so I'm a Democrat. <laughs> I just, I'm an actor. It's hilarious. It's what I do, I can. Yeah. I'm not this person. But anyway, sorry, Josh. But yeah, uh, I loved American Sniper. You know, I don't. I separate. You know, different views and my how I view art and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a great movie. I thought he did a great job with it. Um, so I was really looking forward to Sully. So. Um, but that's that's pretty much my extent to it. I just loved American Sniper. I I want to watch more of his movies. I really want to see Mystic River and mm-hmm. um got, uh what was it called uh the boxing movie that I can't think of the name of Million, Million Dollar, Dollar Baby. Baby. Yeah, that look, that I really want to see. Yeah, I've um, seen that too. That's pretty good. Okay, but Mystic River is like that's that or Good, Bad, and the Ugly are next. If you really want to get into the Eastwood, those those are your those are your movies. Nice, because uh, like Mystic River basically is the last time Sean Penn was good. So for that reason, it's probably worth checking out. Oh, wow, I'm serious. Like Sean Penn, he's wasted potential. Like no way, he was good in Milk. I'm sorry, he was very good in Milk. That was only eight years ago. So all right, let's get into Sully. So Cody, you have been the most outspoken of this. Josh has been super excited. I've been excited to see Tom Hanks, and you've written this movie off completely. So I'm interested. Tell me, tell go walk me through this. What did you think of American Sniper? Or sorry, of Sully? <laughs> did it did it live up to the expectations? Were you surprised? Well, Were you disappointed? Lived, up to, lived up to my expectations. That's for sure. I'm an asshole. I'm just gonna say it. Okay. I loved this movie. It was so good. Really? Yeah, it was great. <laughs> it was so good. Jeez. Tom Hanks killed it. Aaron Dykart killed it. And. I was such a prick last episode. Can, can we it. get like a before and after edited together clip of you saying it's boring and then what you just said, please? Uh, I'll, I'll leave you some time. Uh, <laughs> Mason, go ahead. I'll, I'll leave this part uh, silent so you can just throw it in there. <laughs> <laughs> and now that I look like an asshole. Um, I mean, I would if you could stop for a second and give okay. me some time. <laughs> so three seconds. All right. Well, as we've alluded to next week, talking some Sully. Ah. Uh. What if you love it? I hope I do. I really hope I do. I just, I think it's going to be so boring. Best case scenario, it's a great movie. Worst case scenario, Tom it's Hanks. Fucking boring. Worst case scenario, Tom Hanks. Yeah, that's that's and, cool. And it's Clint Eastwood. Yeah. We talked about this already. Yeah, Clint yeah. Eastwood is not. I didn't I, I like, excited about it. I didn't I, even finish. Uh, I started watching American Sniper and I couldn't finish it. I loved American Sniper. I don't know why a lot of people didn't, but. Because it's propaganda. Yeah. I don't care. It's a well-made. Doesn't matter. Well-made propaganda. <laughs> so are Goebbels movies. I don't care. Okay, so I'm assuming you heard Cody at that point. But wow, really, a, a 180. Wow, that I look like an asshole. Wow. It's more sound like this is the audio format. But anyways, can continue. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what? That was ridiculous. No. Uh, <laughs> um... No, it's just from the beginning, it was just really, really good. I mean, I know Tom Hanks didn't really act like the real Sully, especially after seeing the footage at the end. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was, was there footage at the end? Yeah, during the credits, they showed uh, real life. Yeah, they got to stop doing that. I got places to be. 
<laughs> it takes like 10 extra minutes. Uh, I don't have that kind of time. It wasn't even 10 minutes. I've got like... three kids I have to support at home. The cats can wait. Shut your mouth. They can't. <laughs> They're perfect. <laughs> uh, but no, I just, I really, really enjoyed this movie. I, I thought Tom Hanks was just astonishing in it. He was so good. And I'm, I'm sorry I was so mean to it. <laughs> Mr. Eastwood, I know that you listen to our podcast every week, and I did that for uh, viewer bumps. If people think that Ben Eastwood, you are so fake. The what? Fakest no. Person ever. No. <laughs> uh, All right, Josh. What about you? Thoughts on uh, Sully? Um, I really liked it. Um, I I think American Sniper is a better movie, but I thought this was really really good. Um, yeah, Tom Hanks. I don't need, dude. Does anyone need to say anything about Tom Hanks? Tom Hanks is always amazing. Let's just get it all out there right now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Aaron Eckhart's also. Great. He was also great. He was great. Um, every, everyone's great. Um, the whole, I, I really liked a lot of the uh, the passenger uh, performances. They were all. They did a really good job. Just all around, just a really well done movie. Um, it's you know pretty short. It's tightly made. It's really just simple. But I I really really enjoyed it. Um, Especially the the flying scenes. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, so let me start off by saying, I thought Tom Hanks was terrible in this movie. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, he was. I'll, I'll start off by saying just these two things. Tom Hanks and Aaron Eckhart were both excellent. I've so so much so on Aaron Eckhart's side. I just can't help but think to myself, what the hell happened to you? Like he went from The Dark Knight, and then he did like he basically has over the course of eight years has made terrible terrible movies that have not done well but he's i and i and i thought i was like well i guess the, i guess he's gonna be one of those actors where the dark knight is the only good thing he ever does but then i see him in this i was like wait you are a good actor what the hell are you doing Aaron eckhart and i just get mad at him because i know he can be great uh, do you guys agree that eckhart could be awesome oh, he could be great he just has a terrible manager it's true like- but he has done both Olympus Has Fallen and London Has Fallen. So yeah, that's what that was that was for the artistic um yeah. integrity. They made a sequel. He had to be in it. Yeah, obviously. The story called for it. But no, it seems like he's doing so he's got Sully and he's doing Bleed for this, which even though I think it looks terrible, I think he's gonna be good in it. I think he's gonna give a good performance. Uh so those are encouraging steps, but he's also got a movie called Incarnate, which is a supernatural horror film. Which, uh, Josh, do those ever do that well? Especially if they're being produced by WWE Studios. Oh no, that's gonna be terrible. Yeah. So that um, f- what was that fucking Frankenstein? I Frankenstein. Oh god. Wait, that was he, him. Was that him? Yeah, that was him. Oh god. Yeah. So po- case in point, Aaron Eckhart needs to make better choices because I he I think he is a great. He's an excellent actor. He just needs to get his head out of his ass or something. But anyways, um, I really did not like Sully. I thought, and I don't say this often because I don't really like, like even with Civil War, I'm not going to acknowledge this, or to an extent, even even with Suicide Squad, tech, on a technical level, there are well-made movies. Like there's, like these guys obviously know how to direct, but with Sully, this was, I thought this was really poorly done. Like this really? was one of the sloppiest movies, sloppiest and just unfocused movies I think I've ever seen. Really? I, yeah. I thought I, the complete opposite. I, uh, I'll explain myself more as we go along, but I was, I'm astonished at how little, how much, how little amount of effort I think 
as an as a member of the audience, just I felt like I was being shortchanged. I just felt curious, like this, does it have to do with the flashbacks? It has to do with a lot of things. Okay. So, but that the flashbacks they do they do come into 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 place, and I just I'm I was bewildered at the student level or the student film level quality of filmmaking that I saw in this movie. Jeez. Oh my god. And I'm like I said, I'm baffled by it. So let's let's dive into specifics. Uh, what do you got? Kick us off, Josh. What is something that you want to talk about? Um, well, like I said, I saw the total opposite. I thought it was really like laser focused. Like when I was, I mean, like I said, I'm kind of out of the caring about the Oscars right now. But um, I was thinking like this is like Oscar worthy, like editing. I I thought it was really well put together, mm-hmm. um, especially with the except for the very last scene where kind of just like they don't really know how to end it, so they just kind of have a quick fade and the credits start, and that was really what the hell. Um, but everything else, um, I thought the back and forth between the flashbacks and current day was done really well. Um, it all set up each other well. Um, and it's really, really just focused on this one specific thing. And that's just the, it's focused on the aftermath of the crash. And was it, you know, pilot error or, and, uh, could it be avoided? And it's it's solely focused on that, and then it goes flips back and forth between you know the actual event and what Sully's thinking in his mind and what he's dealing with on a personal level up to the finale. So I, th- I thought it was just really good on there. Um, like I said, otherwise directing wise, I thought it was great, especially again the plane scene. Just I was really it was really intense for me, mm-hmm. um, and as someone who hates flying like more than most things on Earth. Oh really? Uh, I hate planes i really really hate planes really i did not yeah. pick you for one of those kind of people. yeah like do you I, think that you're gonna die or do you is it I get, just unsettling yeah it's just unsettling i just get nervous like when i was going to florida i thought i was gonna die and it was just turbulence do you like, like roller coasters oh, no i hate roller coasters oh that, that explains it yeah. i love roller coasters and flying because yeah. like what fun is something what if what fun is doing going somewhere if there's not a chance you're gonna die in a blaze of glory you know it's, you know that's just me interesting i did not know about that that about that's you. how i want to go out uh <clears throat> so anyway, Josh, you brought up the ending, and I guess that was that the ending of the movie is when it sort of all came together for me. Like I was watching this movie, and I had these things pop up. Like, okay, that's that could have been done better. That's you know, that's not great. But when I saw the ending, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it's it, like like the whole courtroom scene. The courtroom scene was fine, but the movie ends on a line. And then, yeah. like you said, yeah, it fades that's... to black and it fades to the credits. And I mean, I'm not, I'm all for bucking tradition and like the here's how you make a movie. Like there's a, like a manual for how to make a movie. I'm I'm fine for railing against that, but I this movie and the movies that I like the most leave leave you on something. Yeah. Like for instance, The Dark Knight. Let's just take that's that's off the top, man. So let's talk about The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight ends on the voiceover. And a voiceover, and Batman is like sliding through, and he's there's action going on, and then it comes into light, and then it cuts to black. That's a great ending. Amazing ending. Uh, how did Captain America: Civil War end? We'll use that as an example. Josh, do you remember? Well, you oh, watched yeah. it twice, it so you should with, remember. <laughs> Cap, Cap, uh, calling Tony, and then it reveals that he's come to save everyone from the uh, prison. Yeah, exactly. So that's so there's an ending. Ending it on. I wish I did in July, which is a good. That's a good line. Like oh, I really like that. Line, that's yeah. that's one of my. That's, that's probably the, my, one of my favorite character moments, I guess, in the movie. But for it to just end on that, yeah, was 
shockingly was- bad. Like, because here's what all you need to do is here. So he says, I wish I, I wish I would have done it in May. And all you got to do is a nice little helicopter shot of them going over the Hudson. Just a, a shot of the Hudson. Boom. Yeah. There's your ending. It's easy. Like, I can think – if I – here's my problem. If I can think of a better of way to make a movie better while it's happening, that is a big problem for me because I'm not – like, I have no interest in being a filmmaker. So if somebody like me can figure that out and can think of, of something better while it's happening, I just – I can't help but think that this was slapped together. But that's just me. Cody, uh, Any? do you have any thoughts on the ending? Well, seeing as I forgot it until you literally just told me what it was. Right. It wasn't very rememberable, that's for sure. Right. Uh, but I did – I really liked that courtroom scene when they were um, listening to the cockpit uh, voice recording. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was flashing back. I thought that was awesome. The, I loved all of the flashbacks and stuff in this movie. But you're right. The ending is kind of garbage. So the one, the one thing about the courtroom scene, though, that kind of – it didn't bug me. It's, it's more of a conference room scene. Yeah. No. What, what, uh, I don't <laughs> there, was know. No, there was no jar of piss anywhere, so that was upsetting. <laughs> no. Um, the one <laughs> – when they were doing the the simulator thing, right? Just that kind of just went on for too long. Like that felt like it was kind of like a chore to watch. Like they did what, like four different simulators? Yeah. And it was just like okay. So I'm sure. This... I, I think I I think it added to the tension. Well, I like that. I mean, I it was it, it's necess- It's not like it's can can be cut. It's a necessary thing to show. It's just kind of boring. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I found it very interesting to watch. But yeah, like the end, the ending. I just, I, I mean, like I said, it bothered me, but like it didn't like take away much for me. Like it was just like something. It's just like, oh, it's over. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's weird and not really well done. But whatever. Yeah, since since Cody brought it up, let's talk about the flashbacks for a minute. Here's another filmmaking 101: is that I, at least for my personal taste, and I don't, I doubt that I'm in the minority on this one. But if I see a flashback. I want it to feel either look or feel like a flashback. Either you like again, I'll let me just off the top of my head, Man of Steel. The Man of Steel flashbacks are shot at least from I get from camera angles that are drastically different. They don't look exactly they don't look very different, but they're it's close enough. You can tell so you know instantly that you're in a flashback. Yeah, like when you got the shot of like Clark and when he's a little kid and he's putting on the cape or whatever and you have that low shot of the dog and you just see Clark's feet and you see these these random things. And yeah, they put makeup on the actors, and there's younger people portraying these people. But you get the idea, and you get cues that there's a flashback. Sully, the flashbacks, I don't, I didn't realize that they were flashbacks until they were over. You know? Like, with the uh, scene where he's, a li- where he's a kid, which the scene of him as a kid flying added nothing to the movie other than he likes flying. <laughs> and for that matter, the, the shots of... Which again, they did nothing with the shots of like the plane crashing into buildings. Ad- it didn't. It was not brought up at all. It's just, hey, this is happening, and then somebody's like, hey, Sully, let's go back to the plot now. I was, I, I was like, what, what decision, what choice was this made? It's not like he talks to his wife or anybody and says, oh, I'm, I've been, I can't, I, I can't sleep after this. I keep having these visions of, you know, what if I'm wrong, or, or like, you know, he doesn't talk to anybody about it. He doesn't talk to his wife. He has to talk to Aaron Eckhart. They just happen, and I don't want something to just happen. I want it to feel like it's important, where I don't think Eastwood, maybe he didn't think it was important, or some, I can't really, I can't put myself into that, into his shoes, into saying, well, this needs to be in the movie, because it, it doesn't add anything. It's it's shocking, I'll give it that, and especially 
what is it? I saw this two days after 9-11, after the anniversary of 9-11. It was shocking. I'll give it that, but it didn't add any substance. Yeah, no, that do you think me. that they did that on purpose? No, I don't think so. Are you sure? Well, I, they did. I don't they know. Mentioned... I feel like they were trying to get some sort of response or something out of the yeah. audience because look how close to 9-11 we are. Well, I, I don't and know. Then maybe... they have the imagery of him crashing a plane into a building. I just think it was kind of gratuitous. It was kind of unnecessary. Yeah, because obviously this came out right the weekend of 9-11. So I don't – I'm looking it up right now. I'm not so sh- – I'm not sure that this was the um, – this was the release date all along or if it was moved here. I'm looking that up right now. So, so let's see. According to Wikipedia uh, – yeah, there's, there's really no yeah, – it was – simple release on september 9th so that kind of that kind of pisses me off to be honest to be honest with you if they just put this in because hey guys <laughs> it's gonna be a couple days before 9-11 let's just do this and get a rise out of people that annoys me because that's cheap but uh, what do you what did you guys think of the flashbacks Cody, i like them yeah i thought I they were them great. a lot i thought that they served their purpose while they told the story of a story i thought i knew i mean i knew how it was gonna end but I liked, I liked the way that they were shot. I know they're the same. I liked the little individual stories they peppered in there. Right. I liked that a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. It made it feel like more of a real event. Yeah. Than just look at these faceless passengers. Yeah, I agree with that. I think they did a good job there. Josh, what do you think about the flashbacks? I mean, I don't even know if I'd even call them flashbacks, per se. I mean, because they take up like half the movie. But they are, they are flashbacks. Yeah. I know, the but main like, plot takes place during the. Yeah, I know, but like it just feels like it kind of like it's. It almost feels like it's cutting between two plots, I guess if you could say. But I, they're I, yeah, they're flashbacks, I guess. But I thought they were great. Um, they worked for me. Um, mm-hmm. and I, to me, they were the best part of the movie. So, I, I mean, just everything on that plane was more emotionally like engaging for me yeah. than anything else no i absolutely um, i absolutely agree like the plane stuff was fantastic those yeah. were by far the best parts of the movie and you, you know they're they're why the movie was made and i recognize that like, but just like the little like where they showed the woman the, the the husband and wife holding with the the baby they showed like they even though you know they're all gonna live no actually like, those were strangers the, the the woman and the the man and the baby those the guy was a stranger yeah yeah that was actually oh, I they liked were? That moment yeah oh, okay you're right you're right you're right not that um, it but, makes any difference yeah, I just thought that, like, was, that was a nice touch I think yeah but like just like seeing moments like that where you just see a person with like a little baby it's like obviously it's like you know they're gonna live but it's still like you like the idea it makes you think of like oh my god a little child is in danger like it adds that kind of sense of peril to the whole thing um and so that added a lot to me I just everything on the plane was great. Um, the whole way the flashbacks were intercut with everything I thought was really well done. So, okay. I mean, it added a lot to me. So, uh, something that you somebody brought up is just the story, how this is a story you didn't really know about. Uh, I got I guess I felt the story was the weakest thing about the movie because I didn't like I I I obviously everybody knows about the miracle on the Hudson like that's just even if it's it's even if I don't think it's the biggest thing that's ever I happened. Mean, it's not as I big as they make it I out I didn't to be. know much about it until this happened. No, but like you knew what happened. Right? You knew how it ended. I knew yeah. how it ended. Well, yeah. Yeah. But I so much like you, I just thought, oh, I know I know the miracle on the Hudson. I know he made this landing. That's you know, that's crazy. 
I did not know, know how much goes into it. Yeah, I didn't know about the investigation. I didn't know about anything. I was like, okay, really? Look, they're going to get into it. And from the first minute, from this first scene where they go into the conference room to the last scene, it... I just didn't feel like what, where did this, where did this plot go that it didn't already go to in the first five minutes, other than figuring out a way to prove that Sully was right? Because he even says at the first, well, your computer's wrong. And at the end, it's like, oh, computer's wrong. So it's like they they talk about they used to talk about this movie saying it's the untold story, where I would say that it's the un the a story that doesn't really warrant t- telling. Like there isn't, there's not much drama here, other than. Maybe he made the wrong decision, but he even said, "I made the wrong decision." The movie paints him. The movie paints Sully's character in the in the light of, "Well, this guy is just the coolest. He's the best person. He, of course, he's right." Where there was no shades to him. There was well, no. When it's, a, when it's a book written. Yeah, the, and, it's based on a book written by the guy. Of course, he's gonna put himself in his good light. Yeah, and like I, I never bought for a second that Sully did anything but make the right call, and for the most part, he didn't except for that a very brief scene where he calls his wife and I'll get to that later but it's I just didn't feel like from from the first shot to the last I didn't feel like I learned anything and I didn't feel like I I didn't really take away oh well, I can't believe this or I can't believe that I just it's like okay I don't this could be this could have been no no this should have been a CNN documentary it should have been a 45 minute CNN documentary not a 93 minute movie that was stretching for plot like how many runs can a guy go on <laughs> at least four. At least four. Yeah. What were you saying, Josh? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it was necessarily like going for that, like to be this big story-driven thing that really well, like it, expands it calls, your knowledge on the event. It calls itself the untold story. So, is it really? Yeah, that's the tagline. I mean, I but like, I, I think it means more like I think it means more the untold story, and like we get a more personal look at what he was going through. But we didn't really get to out. see what he was going through because I I think we did. But it's, it's mm. I don't. It's not like we. I don't. There was no evolution to his character. All he that that is a good point. That's true. All it was him was going. I did the right thing. Just and they said over no, you didn't. and over said, yes, and over I did. again. That is true. I mean, Tom Hanks saying I did the right thing was amazing. Yeah, even for as many time for as many negative things I can say about this movie, there were two or three times where just through the sheer power of his acting, I didn't cry, but I welled up. And that's like that's which is kind of amazing. Like the scene where he where he's in the hospital and the guy comes in and he gives him the 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 passenger count. He's like one fifty five. I was like, shit, Tom. You're too good. Stop. Stop it. Stop yeah. it. And there was just a couple like smaller scenes where he's interacting with the passengers and things like that. Where I mean, Hanks Hanks was the saving grace, obviously, but just the movie built around him was just so hollow and visually just the horrible. Like, t- uh, does Clint I think Clint Eastwood wanted to make this black and white, but they said no, you can't. So he's like, okay, I'll make it as black as close to black and white as I possibly can. And I, it, it was just it was. I hated looking. I hated watching this movie. It was so boring. There was no, uh, not that I wanted there to be, you know, colors and like bright reds and blues and greens jumping around, but I don't want it to be so drained, you know. It took place in the winter. I know, but even when they're like in the in the hospital or an office building or even Tom Hanks's own home, you'd expect that to be a little bit warmer, but that's just as cold as everything else. Or you, normally, I like that, but. Just the, I just think with the, as far as visuals go, there was nothing interesting in this movie. 
It's, I thought it looked terrible, but uh, what do you guys think about the visuals of it? I thought it looked good. I think it was fine stock New York City shots. I didn't think that that was the selling point of the movie was the visuals. Yeah. This isn't like, you know, it's not like The Revenant or something. Yeah, but I didn't, it's just, it's so drab and... Uh, well, so was so was the Half situation. Prince, but you love that movie. Half-Blood Prince? Yeah, but yeah, there's still a, a, there's that's a depressing looking movie. I was no, watching that movie was on ABC Family. Must have been last weekend or something two weekends ago. That's the grayest fucking movie I've ever seen in my life. And I didn't say greatest. I said grayest. I think oh, it looks well, more brown than gray. Yeah, no, that no, I Half Blood Prince. I I can I can see where you're coming from. I find there there's a lot. I think there's a lot of warmth in there, and I think that the it fits the story. I don't I don't think this look fit this story. Okay, well, I I mean, I can I can understand more of that. I mean, I thought it fit fine, and so not it's not a happy mood. I mean, the ending is a little bit happy, but I mean, the story itself of what's how it happened. How is it like not happy? Of, he saved a bunch of people. Well, the but the event going on is scary. Okay, I can get that. I can see that for the flying scenes where you want to make them look like something's off, but to carry that through the whole, the whole movie. So by like, I, by I would just say it looks in, average. I was just like, Ugh. like I would, I would say just it's an average. Like visually, it's like an average cinematography. Like it's it's not. I don't. I wouldn't like. It doesn't blow my mind. It's not like there's nothing amazing about any of the shots. Although some of the shots of the plane, like. Oh. Over the water coming down looked pretty cool, but but I mean, um, average for ninety six minutes it becomes it, to me at least becomes bad. If you don't throw me anything different or anything new, then it's just it's I just I found myself getting bored just by it's like I didn't have anything interesting to look that's, at. That's the Zack Snyder in you talking. Well, oh boy. <laughs> I, I, I I'm not saying that you know. I'm not saying it has. There has to be explosions and stuff like that. I'm just saying that I need, I needed to look to not look so bad. Like I would, I'd be interested to see when this is released on Blu-ray. I want to see somebody touch this up and add a different hue and a different kind of color palette. Like boost saturation a little bit. Something, because like, ugh, jeez, I swear this thing. I, I'm honestly convinced that uh, East wanted to make this in black and white, but they didn't let him. That would have been awesome. No, that, that would have been better. <laughs> I mean, not. <laughs> Just as uh, whatever. Um, other than that, so let's talk about some of the characters in this. What did you guys think of? Did you, who who? What character stood out the most? Not performance, but what character do you think they handled the best? Character probably. Sully. Yeah, Sully. I, I special props to his co-pilot though. Yeah. I yeah. liked that character. I'll tell you who my least favorite character was in this movie. Oh. It was the wife. Yeah. I did not like her. Yeah, she was Whenever she really? was on screen, she was just complaining. Yeah, they really didn't give her. Okay. Yeah, they didn't really give her anything to do. And that scene where she's just like, "I just called because I realized that you survived. You were one of them." I was like, <laughs> like "Cool." It's like, what? Okay. Why would you call? He's in the middle of something, bud. Let's um. Was he in the middle of something when he got that call? I think something like that. Yeah. I just. And he was on his way to like the the conference room meeting yeah and just with the character sully i just got i got annoyed not maybe not annoyed but it just i got beat down with the fact that he's just a normal guy he doesn't want this fame he's just a normal guy people are gonna hug him that's fine people are gonna recognize him that's fine he's just i okay he's like i don't like all this attention it's like uh, 
Obviously. Just, <laughs> you should have just crashed into him. Yeah, I got that the first three times that you made it clear that you did not want to be in the spotlight or a celebrity or whatever. It's just the movie. I just think that this movie hadn't didn't have – it stretched very little material. For an already short movie, it just – it didn't really have that much to work with. So I felt like I was watching half a movie. Uh, it's like they needed to stretch this out to get it at feature length, and I think that showed. But – Oh, what what other Josh? What did you think about the wife character? I thought she was fine. I mean, yeah, that one scene where she calls him is kind of just like, okay, really? But like, I don't know. She didn't add or take away anything from me. She was just kind of there. Mm. She was unnecessary, though. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a they're. It's again. That's they're cuffing themselves to an, an, a less interesting story because they're. What actually happened really wasn't that interesting, other than the miracle on the Hudson. Everything else is like, okay, well, they're talking. Yeah. Hey, Skyler. Hey, Skyler White from Breaking Bad. How you doing? Oh, yeah, she was in there. I forgot. Like, you know. Oh, yeah, she, I, she was good. I really liked – she was really she good. She was good. underused. So was, so was the guy, the, the leader. I, I don't know. Did they tell us his name? I, I don't know. Which the whole, the whole panel was good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they're all, I mean, they're all good. Yeah. Who was that guy though? I recognized him. What has he been in? I think he's just he's just the stand-in dick for a movie. Oh, he's that guy. He's the yeah. It's like, oh, we like, need this. This character's like, a bit of a dick. Who are we gonna get? Just get that guy. Oh, let's, okay. Let's let's get a little get a little look get a little look going. But um, I actually maybe I'm just saying this because I was so surprised by by him. But I think my favorite, or at least one of my favorite. Now I'll say my favorite character was Aaron Eckhart's. I really found him refreshing like if if not for him and his the i guess the personality that he brought in i would have been much cooler on this movie but i thought he was kind of excellent and he i think he stole the show for the most part because hanks you kind of hanks is pretty he gives a pretty low-key performance but um eckhart is really able to kind of fill in the gaps and i think i think shine i really i i thought he was excellent i agree maybe not He's not, not going to get an Oscar or anything, but... No, 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 but hopefully this gets him better projects. Like, And that would be, for the kind of stuff he's done, that would be almost anything. <laughs> oh, so. Recorino. Am I wrong? That no. guy hasn't been in anything, by the way. Really? What's his name? Uh, Mike O'Malley. Oh, Mike O'Malley, yeah. he's yeah, Of course! He's been around. What's he been in? He's been in stuff. Name one. Name one thing. Don't look it up. I'm not. I <laughs> like. I don't know him enough, but I know I've seen him before. Oh, he was in Behind the Candelabra. That's right. Apparently, he was in the Will Smith Tell the Truth movie. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Tell, Tell the it. Truth. Tell the truth. Yeah, Michael. I never Matt. saw that movie. <laughs> Good for him. Uh, let's see. Anything else you guys want to talk about? Anything else you want to bring up? Who was your favorite airplane? In that movie. Millennium Falcon. Next. Oh, wreck. <laughs> uh, let's see. I really, I can't think. I've, <laughs> I just felt so, I just felt nothing watching this movie. Wow. Which is what I, I guess it kind of comes down to. So, Josh, anything else? It's a really good movie. All right. Let's get some grades then. Cody? Um, I'm going to give it seven and a half. Okay, Josh. I'm gonna go. I'm also gonna go seven and a half. Okay, nice. uh, I'll throw it a four. Uh, 
Three and a half, sorry. Uh. Two. <laughs> no. You want to keep making noise? <laughs> no, I just not a fan. Not a big letdown for me. Probably my most disappointed of the year. Oh, no. Which is sad because Eastwood's, you know, he's made some good stuff, but I think it's time to call it. Call it a career. You've done great. You're not gonna. You're kind of embarrassing yourself at this point. Fucking quit, bro. Like either just be da- if you're gonna go out, go out like David Ortiz and just make the or just do it awesome. You know David Ortiz? No. No. He's a baseball player. It's his la- He's like 41 Sports. years old. It's his last year, and he's basically the best player in the league at 42 years old. And that's how he's doing it. Hey, what are you going to do? It's like Kobe, like Jeter, like uh, Peyton, like David. Just like please all stop, please. Stop. Sorry. Are you Would not you fucking the... your baseball? Your... Those were very, those were like four different sports. <laughs> your your sports is? This is not the, the real sports podcast. You know. What's a podcast? It, sh- it should be. Sports are great. Uh, all right, let's move on. Watching, reading, listening to Cody. Get us started. What have you been up to this week? What have I been up to this week? Who knows? Playing um, a little bit of uh, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time on my Nintendo DS. It's fun. That's the little blonde dude with the sword, right? Yeah, that That's Link. Shit. But sure, he's in it. He's in my, the game. He's my the main jo- character. My joke backfired on me. <laughs> nice. I thought I was Good talking shot. about the right person. Almost. Sarcastic. Wow, I suck. How's that? <laughs> What what uh what console is that on? I have it on my DS, but it was originally for Nintendo sixty four. Oh wow, that's oh, a yeah. little history lesson. <laughs> I, I've heard that's the greatest game of all time. Can you confirm? I cannot. No, I started it like yesterday. What's the greatest game of all time then? I don't know. <laughs> Just pick Call of Duty. Uh, Modern Warfare. Call oh, of Duty four. Modern Warfare two is the good one. No, it's not. With Nuketown. That is Black Ops. All those games are the same. I know, they're fun. They're fun. No fucking fight. Not for six not for sixty dollars. <laughs> oh. Oh but well, you don't I put steal- way more than sixty hours into those games, so it was worth it. Sixty dollars. But you don't steal your games? You don't hmm. No. No, I just I just robbed the local GameStop and forced them to give me things. But anyways, so you having fun. Good good. Josh, you're up next. Um what about doing? Did you finish that Star Wars book? No. Yeah. What no. start? What book? Uh, is it? Lords of the Sith. Uh, okay. What's it about? Palpatine and Vader are left on a planet, and they have to fight their way out. Are you referring to Sheev Palpatine? No. <laughs> oh God. That's the most ridiculous thing. Ever. I like. I like. A, I like a lot of the things in the new canon. That's not one of them. Ah. Uh. It sounds like sleeve. It's crazy. <laughs> it's so careless. Um, I okay. Uh, I watched all the Final Destination movies. Oh, okay. I talked about the first one last week. I watched all of them. Oh, that's. Cool. I really like. I, they're they're fun. I really like them. Except for four. Four's fucking terrible. But <laughs> wrecked. Get. Um. But yeah, one through three and five are pretty fun. So what? What is your? Jesus. What's your favorite death slash kill from those movies? Uh, favorite. Death. I pro- honestly, I'd probably say the roller coaster one, just because that's actually. <laughs> and wanted to like leave the room. Um, right. But other than that, uh, what's uh, who is it? The one in the tanning salon. 
Oh my um, god, that one's terrible. Three when they get like fried, like that is just brutal. Oh my god, that's a pretty good one. Mm. What's the silliest F now? <sighs> silliest one. The one, <laughs> the one where the guy's getting um, it's getting like acupuncture therapy, and then he's oh. about to get hit. He's, he get fires coming at him, but. And then he gets his head crushed by like um, a piece of like like whatever is like some kind of like ornament or something. <laughs> That's awesome. That was a pretty crazy. You've seen them all, right? I've seen the f- I've seen parts. I've basically seen all the kill scenes on YouTube. So. Oh my God, why did you send that picture? What the fuck? It's a Final Destination death. It's funny. <laughs> it's like laugh at it. It's funny. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's fake. Which one is it? The, it's the guy with um. He gets like his head crushed by weights. Stop with oh, your yeah. snuff films. I do not like snuff films. I don't tell me. Tell Josh. Josh These are not movies. snuff movies. They are. They are. I mean, they're like stuff. I don't know. It's not actual. It's not. It's the joke. It's it's the, the joke. <laughs> it's really funny. Uh, awesome. Gotta laugh at it. All right, Mason. What's your super funny or weird and interesting one? Well, it's not that. It's it's just different. Is well, all. Well, then you shouldn't have hyped it up. Lady Gaga's new single is oh, great. Is it fire? It's fire emoji. Have you heard it, Josh? Josh, have you heard uh, have you heard her new single? No. Why? Why would I? Because Lady Gaga's awesome. I don't know. I don't. I don't listen to Lady Gaga. Let's I know. Take a little, let's take a little listen. I'm not saying you have to listen to like Bad Romance or something like that. Bad but... Romance is a great song. Yeah, that's no, that's a perfectly good song. She's got is it singers. Perfect Illusion? Yeah. It is like. Do you like um? You like ACDC, right? Yeah. You like Guns N' Roses, right? Yeah. You like Nirvana, right? Yep. It's basically that. It's a mix. It's a mishmash. It's. It's already not. Final I don't know what you're talking about. I like it. I think it's really. I think it's a really good song. I like. I've always liked Lady Gaga. I think she's really interesting, and she gets. She has a reputation. I don't think that she deserves as like. Oh, she just wears For being silly. weird and not. She's not, not like that anymore, though. No, she's like legit. She's she one has of, matured. Oh yeah, she's well a little bit. No, she wore. She had that album with Tony Bennett, which kind of like people started taking her seriously, and now she's a f- total superstar. And her perfect illusion is a great rough 90s alternative alternative like grungy song and it's kind of awesome and i love it and i can't stop listening to it and she's great and i love i love the gaga i'm out i'm out on the record well, i mean when when she sung um sound of music i don't know when that was i don't remember what that was for um like the moment i was like okay she's not just you know yeah. a flashy weirdo who just, you. you know sings she... pop songs she is the successor to David Bowie, and I'm not mm, as good. Those are not as good. Those are big. Not words. as good. But as far as the is the the imprint that he made on culture when he was like dr- rump, jumping around in yeah. the '70s and stuff like that, she's basically uh, she's the closest thing we have to David Bowie. She, I think she occupies that space in pop culture where she is she is interesting and she's put she does all these different characters almost and she does these in these headline grabbing like oh my gosh things but she's also let's not forget she's also an artist and an excellent musician and is kind of the the 
she's sort of saving pop music, and I love her for that. And this, she's this, she, she's this, an actress too, right? She does act things. She's been in um, the American Horror Story last yeah. season, which was garbage. Yeah, she acts in sometimes, but I love her, and I think the new single is great, and I can't wait to can't wait to listen to her album. I hope it's more of the same, but is as uh, is as inventive and experimental as I think it will be. Cody, what do you think of the song? It was all right. It'll grow on you. I, I, I promise. <laughs> and I've been continuing to watch The West Wing. Almost done with season one. I've been polishing off three, four episodes a night. So that's just kind of where my life is at this point. And I saw some movies that Josh, I'm sure, would like to talk about. I watched uh, the first two, the only two that are out at this point, How to Train Your Dragon movies. Ah. They were okay. They're fine. No, no, no. All right, good answer, good talk. I I thought the the first one, <laughs> the first one was okay. It was it wasn't really that special or different. And Jay Baruchel was he needs to stop or he's stop crazy. whatever he's doing. We got into a really dumb discussion about this movie, didn't we? On our, so. on on our texting in our group chat. I don't think so. We talked no, about like we talking, cats and dogs out of it. Oh yeah, Toothless is a cat. Uh, no, he's a dog. Toothless is a cat. What he's a dog. He's that designed like a after a dog. He rolls. Designed. He plays around like a like. Or he's designed like a cat. He plays Direct. around like a cat. Sorry. <laughs> no, he plays around and acts like a dog. He's he a looks, cat. He's, he looks like a cat. I didn't ask you when you sent this to us, but you were uh, trying to send pictures of. Uh... Why did you send a picture of sad Mister Freeze? That's just me in general. <laughs> I just need to remind people that I'm sad that Mr. Freeze is <laughs> Mr. Not, Freeze is he's animal. been forgotten and I'm sad what if, what if they finally do him in one of the movies and he sucks and he's done terribly he won't, they won't. yeah he'll be awesome they no matter what they've done they it once it. and then they're like wow yeah they did is, Bane and then they're like unanimously this is the worst movie Wait, anyone's ever made gosh they did Bane terribly but you were I'm sure you were willing to give him another chance but you don't like you won't let Mr. Cool. Freeze you won't extend him a, a, a hand no, no. Oh, you're, you're a bad person you are a really <laughs> bad person because Mr. Freeze is great and he's I like him more I think I like him more than the Penguin how about the Joker no oh I don't like him more than Joker no, Joker's awesome Joker's perfect Joker is perfect. But what, were we, what were we talking about originally? How to Train Cats? the Dragon. Okay. Toothless is a cat, so we'll move on from that. Confirmed. But no, uh, the first movie I was I I was I was definitely entertained by. My mind wasn't really that blown. I thought it was like, okay, this is really this is the animation, with the exception of the flying. I thought the animation was not that great. I mean, Toy Story had better animation. It came out, you know, I, twenty years prior, just about. I have things to say. Well, like I'm just saying, the flying animation was great, but everything else was like the, the I guess the act the animation in action when like they were fighting the dragons or things were going on was fine, but in dialogue scenes, uh, it was a little rough. What do you think about that, Josh? Respond. Uh, I, I, Dragon Dragon is in my top three animated movies ever made. Really? Honestly, it's like one of my favorite movies. Like, it might make a top twenty or top fifty of all time for me. Like, I worship that Stranger Dragon. Mm. Um, sequel's awesome, but I think the first one blows it away. Let me just give. Um, a, let me just get a fundamental critique in here. That is the worst title ever. I like the Stranger Dragon. 
how to train your dragon because he doesn't really train him. It's not like he like teaches yeah, him how to do things. He just Isn't sort of that the whole goof is that he's he... not a really that good of a dragon. Yeah. No, well, no, he's a fine dragon. It's just the dragon gets injured, so it's not like he needs to learn how to do things. It just needs help, and they they work together. My question is, why do they name him Toothless if he has teeth? Because he doesn't have teeth he... sometimes. What is he fucking stupid? His teeth retract into his gums. Yeah, oh, that's weird. Yeah, no, but it's cool. The main character's name is Hiccup, so it's fine. They name him Hiccup. It's not like he has a haircut. No, it's because it, according to the logic they give in the movie, they name him Hiccup because. According to Viking lore, if you have a silly name, you'll be safer. Really? Yeah. Doesn't sound that's not stupid at all. But no, like I didn't get like I I knew the I knew the title. I was like, why is it why is it called How to Train Your Dragon? He doesn't train Toothless. They just become bros. You know? He he teaches, he trains him how to, you know, not kill him. Yeah, but it's not like, okay, he, training to not kill is not, like, when I think of how to train a dragon, it's like how to train a dragon to do things, is that they like don't do that. Him how, it's like a, it's like a, like a, like a master, like a, like a, a master and dog relationship, like he, he's not training him how to do anything specific, like, for an event or anything, it's just like he's teaching him how to participate with him in, like, like how to fly with him. I don't know. I'm not one to critique. To... I'm not one to critique movie titles, but that one was just silly. I didn't. It did not make sense. I mean, it's based on a book. Yeah. So change so. the name of the book, <laughs> or change the name. You don't. You don't even need to do that. Oh my god. There's twelve of those things. Holy crap. Oh my god. There's one that called How to Twist a Dragon's Tail. Stop it, please. But how to smother uh, your dragon. Yeah. I also another issue I have with movie is like I didn't really the romance. Was oh, I love the romance. The romance is little like okay. Pick up an Astrid, I love that. Uh, and then the, I thought the characters were pretty like pretty basic and really weren't that interesting. Um, but there no, there's there's good things about it. like the action's good and I, I like how I like how um uh hiccup <laughs> like I like how he figured he learns how to be a dragon guy without like how to like take care of dragons or whatever without like killing them or anything like that. that's a good message it's like you don't need just killing something for no reason is silly like i i i hate hunting i don't like people that hunt just for sport i think that's creepy and weird and this movie is kind of like an anti-hunting movie it's like it's not if it's not harming you then why are we harming it it's only attacking because we're attacking it so i like that message i'm glad that it it told that because i'm sick of being the only one uh but so that was nice um, the ending. What was what happened in the ending? Hold on. That's a good question. <sighs> I don't recall the ending. The, the hiccup wakes up with his lost leg, and they all they're all they're all dragons are like everyone has dragons now. Oh yeah, no, no, I was talking about like the ending before that. Oh yeah, with the giant dragon. And that was cool. With, with tooth, toothless saves him. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool, and I like how they gave him. They cut off his leg. That was a good for yeah. like you know disabled people and stuff. I mean, that's that's swell. I'm glad the people. That we're not making that a bad thing, you know. So that's nice. Uh, the second movie pissed me off a big, like, a considerable amount because it started off great. I was like, this is exactly how a sequel should be. This is so great. This is so great. I'm really loving this. I'm into it. And then the ending happened, and I, like, I dropped multiple letter or point grades just because of that. Why? Because I hate... You do not understand, Josh. I do not... There's no movie trope or anything that i hate more 
than the brainwashed friend. I you you really don't understand. Nobody can you, understand like when it's like it. they kind of just like snap out of it because of like friendship snap or... out of it. Come on, friendship is stronger than this, and you know you got brainwashed, so you didn't mean to do it. I hate that. Don't you really really yeah. like the Winter Soldier? No. I thought you it, really really liked that movie. No, I like it. It's I it's I basically feel the same about that as this movie. That like the first two thirds, great, super fun, fun, good times. Third act brings it down completely. Oh. Like that that's like honestly if I don't when I see that in a movie if I'm borderline like oh this is okay if I see that don't like it crap movie terrible don't like can't I just can't stand it I really can't like what's the is there a movie trope that you guys hate honestly no not really okay. cliches and tropes like have no effect on me ever well this one just drives me insane it gets his goat that's for sure it really does like I I can't there's no way for me to express how much I just I hate it. Other than to hit something multiple times, it ruins. You know the one that you know the one that does come to mind is when love conquers all. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you can get the fuck. Science. You can get the fuck out of here. It's unquantifiable. Shut your <laughs> Good. I respect your joke, but I hate you for it. <laughs> Oh boy! But yeah, those are my issues with uh, the train, the dragon movies. I'm I'm curious to see if the third one. I don't know what's I don't know what it's gonna do. I can't, I can't wait for that. That's, oh god! I just realized that's next year. Oh my god! I'm so excited. Oh, is it? Okay, cool. Yep. All right. Well, we'll see. But <laughs> we'll see. The first movie's a lot. Like this is much big of a deal. But the liar revealed cliche. I was like, oh, the guy was lying the whole time, and now he's got to face the consequences. I feel like that one's a little bit. That one's not doesn't bug me as much. I just find it really preachy because like we tell I don't know if you guys grew up this way, but like parents by and large, and I was told this, they tell your kids like you never lie. Honesty is the best policy. And I like in my daily life and with the people that I deal with, we lie at least three dozen times a day. Like lying is how you interact with people. So I find that I find that really disingenuous, but you know. <laughs> and that's been that's been proven by psychologists. Like people lie all the time. How it's many times just, have you lied during the podcast? Let's see. Just today. It started off when I said I was really excited about this episode. So, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, not, it started off with, hey, guys. No. <laughs> what? No, no. I don't lie about I do not. I'm very true to myself when it comes to films. But I'm sure I made some little falsehood. But we'll see. Uh, anyways, so that's all I have. Uh, next week is Blair Witch. Oh boy, oh boy. Not the Blair Witch Project. Just Blair Witch. Just Blair Witch. So I'm cu- So we talked a little bit before the show, but I haven't seen the first Blair Witch, and I'm not going to. Josh has, loves it. Cody, you has have- loves it. You haven't loved it. Love it. So we'll see. I think that'll be an interesting conversation. I'm, I'll be the guinea pig in this one. So I'm so excited. We'll do some good stuff. All right, well, any final words, my friends? I got nothing. Josh? Yeah. He's, I don't still, know. he's still mad at me. That's okay. All right, Doug, I got something. <laughs> According to my um, letterbox, I gave How to Train Your Dragon a 3 out of 5, and How to Train Your Dragon 2 a 4 out of 5. So that's that's a 6 and an 8. So get off my ass. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. No. Could have I thought you said you liked the second one worse than the first one. Well, he always um, well, no, the, the, breaks the, him before he finishes the movie, of course. Yeah, no, no. The first one was just like it was okay throughout. The second one was great and then really bad so it just sort of it tipped the scales more towards great but 
That's just my movie rating psychology. I don't know. I I, I critique a film in X, and I take an average. But, you know, what are you going to do? All right. Jesus Christ. You can... I am literally a sociopath. I don't know how you even realize this, but <laughs> you can follow us at underscore realflix on the Twitter. Send a, uh, What is that? Send us an email, realflixpodcast at gmail.com. And, of course, leave an iTunes review. Five stars, as always, because we are awesome, and sometimes we don't like movies, which is okay. That's what uh, conversation and critique is what a podcast is for. So until next time, <laughs> until next time, stay out of the woods, stay safe, but if you do, make sure you record it. And yes. we'll see you guys <laughs> next time. Take it easy. Josh and Cody. Bye. Bye. Bye.